What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on The Captain, Nick and VJ with you. This has been a pretty quick hour in radio, VJ. I like my cars and delivery drivers and internet the same fast. I'm taking talking the kind of fast that delivers equal upload and download speeds, buffer-free streaming, and lag-free gaming. Switch to Allo for 500 meg and 1 gigabyte speed options, plus free installations always. Call Allo today in Lincoln for residential at 402-480-6550 or for business at 402-480-6500 or chat with them online at allofiber.com. And we are back. Give me, give me, uh, you know, we'll have to come in with uh, serious. Bring me that. Right now? Yeah, right now. Bring it right now. We got, we got to change, we got to change the atmosphere, change the energy. You know, we got to get back into football mode. We were in basketball mode and. Eric, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys talking about a little bit of basketball and me striking the match, but uh, it's time to do a little football. Turn it up a little bit, man. Just a little bit. If you are not ready to play a game when you hear this song, something's wrong. Rico's back there ready. Yes, Rico. Nick is ready. That's right. It's the ticket, 93.7, the captain. I'm Vershawn Jackson. On the phone with me is my big brother, a guy that I really looked up to at the University of Nebraska, even after in life, the things that he's done for the young, the youth, and the young man, Abdul Muhammad, is with us. Abdul, what's up, brother? What's going on, VJ? How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm doing 100, man. It's good to hear from you. Yes, sir. It's good to be heard. Yeah, how you been? How's everything going? I'm doing I'm good, man. Just moving, rocking and rolling. You know, still working with the kids. You know, the, one of the largest goals of mine still in life. Uh, you know, moving kids in the right direction. So I'm good. I'm good. What 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 high school are you at now? And what position are you coaching? I'm at Benson High School right now as assistant head coach. Last year was my first year. I am coaching uh, linebackers, and also I am running the defense. So I'm the, the head defensive coordinator. What? You mean to tell yeah, me so. you got enough juice to, to to flop it out, go from an offensive mind to a defensive mind? Man, BJ, a lot of people don't know that. That's what I was recruited as a cornerback heavily. You know, most of the schools that offered me, offered me at the cornerback position. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I had a defensive mind come in. You know, at Nebraska during that time, if you was playing offense, you had a defensive mind. Man, we we out there hitting harder sometimes than the defense. That's true. On offense. That's true. So, so you were you recruited at the University of Nebraska as a defensive back or were a no, wing back? I, I, I was recruited at, at Nebraska as an athlete, but what happened was, uh, you know, Coach Brown at – persuaded some, you know, Coach Coach Darlington, let, let's get him over here first. And I never got a chance to go on the other side after that. Would you have liked to have went to the other side? No, without a doubt. Really? See, that since I've been doing this show, Abdul, I've been finding out so much from all my, my, my Husker brothers. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, exactly. it, you know, Husker fans, ticket fans, the reason why we're bringing you this show is because there's there's life after football and there was life before football. And I think uh, being in that space and, and, and finding out about the guys who uh, brought not only great football to Nebraska, but still they're teaching great football now. Um, Correct. How did you tra- – now, now let's just go back. So you get recruited, you get to the University of Nebraska. You are a David amongst a whole bunch of Goliaths once you get to Nebraska. How did you figure out how to play? Because you played as a true freshman, right? That's right. That's right. I, You know, one of the things I did, VJ, because I always 
I knew football. You know, I knew I knew football when I got to high school uh, from youth football and everybody was saying, you know, the playbook and this, that, and the other. And I was able to get that down right away. And I was able to do that, too, at Nebraska, man. I always studied. Uh, and the one thing about being a freshman at Nebraska, you know, all those meetings we used to have, we would go over, like, the next day's new installs. And so I would go back and study that stuff, man. And I made sure when I got to practice that next day, I knew exactly what I was doing. Uh, and so a lot of it was just the mental part of it uh, because I knew with my athletic talent, you know, the way Nebraska carried three of each position uh, to away games and all that. I just knew it wasn't three three guys better than me at Nebraska uh, at that time. So I knew I would be playing as a freshman. Who who recruited you besides Coach Darlington? Coach Osborne come? So, yep. So, yep, it was Coach Darlington and Coach Osborne. How was that coming from California, Coach Osborne man, coming? It, let me tell you, man. When Coach Osborne and Coach Donington pulled up the first time, it was just like boys in the hood. I promise you. I had a buddy, uh, Zeracore Jackson is his name. Still my buddy to this day, grew up together, and, and I lived in an apartment complex. And I remember going to the gate to let him in, and my buddy Zeracore was at the gate with a 40 in hand, DJ told them that he still had eligibility and he was ready to play. It was it was out of the scene of a movie, you know, when they first showed up. And that's Compton, of course. That's in Compton, California. Uh, showed up, man, came to visit. Neighborhood going crazy. You know, you got Coach Donaldson and Coach Osborne, man. They pulled up in the Cadillac. Never forget it, BJ. <laughs> pulled up in the Cadillac, buzz the gate, go to the gate, my boy is Sonny J acting like he Barry Sanders or somebody, uh, you know. Oh, he out so there. It, he out there practicing, huh? Yeah, it, it, it was it was crazy, but man, it was. I, I have a picture of Coach Osborne, myself, my best friend that played with me in high school, and Coach Darlington in my living room in Compton. I have that picture on my desk right now as I'm speaking to you. How did they get you out? That's what I'm saying. How in the heck? How did they convince you that Nebraska was the team? This is 93-7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line again. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah. Is this thing on? I don't know if it's on or not. Nick, you gotta stop playing with me. Uh, uh, give me a. Uh, uh, ah, sorry, right, I'll do it the next time. We'll get to your text. Sider Hammond text line is open 464-5685. Air Davis, what up, VJ? AD, what's happening? Tell Big Bro Abdul what up and to keep changing young lives. Pound hey, for pound, D. the toughest football player I've ever played with. Taught me a ton. Much love, Husker fam. That's my guy. That's my guy, A.D. Bryce Bryce got a question for you. Appreciate that, A.D. Um, in recent years, it seems like our whole our wide receiving crew is severely lacking when it comes to blocking and blocking downfield. You play in the era of Nebraska where the bread and butter was running the ball. Is the lack of blocking by wideouts a coaching deficiency or is it simply a lack of want to for the receivers? I would say – a lack of want to because when you look at it, it really boils down to what do you want and how much are you willing to sacrifice your body, your style of play for W's. That was it, BJ. People ask me all the time, how did you pick Nebraska? I still get asked this question 30 years later. Why would you come to Nebraska the way in, in, in Miami 
and USC was throwing the ball the way they throwing the ball. Because I wanted to be a Husker, but more importantly than that, DJ, I was already a winner. Two championships in high school, mm. little league championships. So I was always winning and doing whatever it took to win, right? And that's what happened at Nebraska as a collective whole. You know, when all these guys come in, DJ, you got winners coming into one city, Lincoln, for one university to win. You know, we had some big-time guys come in there, man, and, and just sacrifice to win. And so if we're going to have to block, man, we might as well make people pay for it on the other team. And that's how it was, DJ. You remember how we used to celebrate? Uh, when we got a block, I tell people that when you turn the film on, all you got to do is you want to know why the Amon Green, the Lawrence Phillips, the Calvin Jones, the Derrick Browns. The, the, I can keep going on and on. The Leotis Flowers. The I can so, keep going. VJ, so, so here, here it is here. You knew if you made your block, it's at least 10. We knew if we made our block, it's going 60. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So if the tight end get their block, we in the, we in the secondary now. We get our block. It's over yeah, with but, them kind of backs that we had. We knew VJ. I think about this all the time, and I just heard it when it, when they brought in the music and they said three time national champ. VJ, you was two three decisions away from being a four time national champion. Yeah, five time if you count ninety three. Oh my goodness. You right. Time. You right. Yeah. We could have easily a won it. Five time national champion. Hmm. And it it was about will. It, it was about will in the play. The coaches can coach you up and do all this and that, but at the end of the day, during that era, we had some tough guys playing football at the university. That's period point blank. And we wanted to get it done. We want I, that's right. Listen, I wanted to go destroy somebody. Oh my goodness! I, I look we forward. We were watching it on Monday. Yes, man. I want when they when we turn the tape on. I can't wait to see this to, to, for them to see this block I made. Right. I can't wait to so they can turn it on and see this crackback caught the safety looking at Calvin Jones on a pitch and almost took his head off. Yeah, but is that is that a is that a a, a coaching thing? Or or mentality, or is that a well, VJ, athlete you mentality? This, Which one? Can, you coach football be. now. Think about this, VJ. Think about this. I want you to really think about this. In our coaching room, think about this. Did Coach Brown rub you as being a tough guy? Was Coach Brown a tough guy? That's what I'm asking you. To me, um, he wasn't. I, I, he wasn't, but he was. He was tough on us as far as getting the job done blocking. Yeah, well, that's but, what I'm talking about. You're going to be out there stalking and doing all kind of crazy yeah. stuff. That, I mean, he had to be a half a tough guy if he was throwing them throwing them crazy bullet balls at us from two yards away. Yeah, yeah. He, that, that was crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> now, you got you got me on that one. I'm just that saying. I don't, that, that's a trick question because on some, some ways I yeah. would say Coach yeah. Brown's not a tough guy. Right, right. But then right. he coached so many tough guys. That's true. I, you know That's what I'm true, saying? I mean, I mean, I, I look at all the itty-bitty committee. To you, VJ. Huh? The guys that came in, I want you to think about this. The guys that came into that, that meeting, let's talk about our meeting room. Okay. That were tough guys, they were tough guys. The guys that came into that meeting room that hardly ever seen the field that wasn't tough guys, they weren't tough guys. Right? Yeah. And so that's why I tell people all the time, it was just crazy that at that time, the collective group that Nebraska brought in was unprecedented. You can't, you know, them the kind of guys that's going to Alabama now. Them the kind of guys you've seen at Georgia last year. You know, them the kind of guys that was at USC 2002 to 2006. Man, if you can get the right guys to come together at one time, you can build a dynasty. But it's tough to do. It's tough to do. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about years ago, 2005, 6, 7, 
Um, I had started a football program in Omaha, Nebraska Warriors, with the help of Amon Green. He kind of backed us financially. And I instituted – and and, and the reason why I'm telling my story, because I think your story is kind of similar, because we were in the same city, right? right. Same city. Nothing changed. But I coached my little guys, and we're talking from seven years old up to, I think, 12 at the time. Because we had three yeah. different teams. We had 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. So, right. or, so, so we won multiple championships in Little League. So much so, they didn't want to kick me out, but everybody was scared to play. Now, we were in two different leagues. That's and I was trying to figure out if I, I ran through the league that I was in, which was, which was the Midlands League. I ran through that league, and nobody could touch us as far as my, my Little League team. I mean, it was uh, unbelievable. But everybody thinks that those kids were already that gifted at nine years old. And I'm like, it didn't happen like that. No. We worked. I called them to be higher. I didn't allow them to jump off sides. We ran the exact offense that we ran at Nebraska with little leaguers. And and, And the people we played always thought, that we had this elaborate deal. We didn't. I didn't even write. You didn't even get a playbook. You didn't even get yeah. one. Because back yeah. then, to me, if, if you could memorize the play, if it's 43 dive pass, two to lay flat, and, we, and that tells everybody what to do, I'm watching everybody to do, to act as a cohesive group and go. If and I had that, a, that play a, you a, just called, I'll get out there and run that play right now. And do exactly what I'm supposed See? to do, and I haven't done it for over 26 some years. And you remember the play? I remember the play. I get out there and run it right now. Have you incorporated? Do you? You know, because me and you played. Remember, we start having the cold bowl and the chili bowl, and we start okay. playing each other because there was nobody in Omaha really That's that right. could deal with us. So we had to play each other to to to, and it was a battle. Yeah, it was a yeah. battle. And you know what? Kudos to Cluster. You know, he tweeted something out uh, earlier this week, social media, about some of the guys. Because he was in some – we had some battles with him. You had battles. I had battles with Cluster. Uh, And so we've been doing this, VJ, for over a decade. Almost two decades. Almost two decades. Yes. And so uh, the teachings – of course those teachings came from the university and then incorporated with some of the stuff – that we knew already as football players. And, and and those kids, you know, dedicated themselves to what you was teaching, how you was teaching it, and once they start winning games, VJ, it's just unlimited. So here's the deal. This this what happens in those situations. So right now, like you said, I moved on. I'm at Benson High School, uh, assistant head coach, Got guys that's been I've been coaching for years and years, mm. from six seven coming on up. DJ coaches like, why would this kid go to Benson? They have one day they won't. Well, that new coach is over there, and all that kid know what that new coach is winning. How many, how many Division One players you think you birthed? My goodness, V. Man, I got three right now in the NFL. Let me see college. I can't even think. I, I can't even. <laughs> I like, can't even come up with that. Like number, who? Me. Like who? Like who? Abdul? I mean, I know what it is, but I'm saying I don't think yeah. fans really understand how much you've taken a kid from Ding the Dong to help him become a better a better athlete, but a but a better football player. And when these kids get to high school and they're all world in high school, it was because of the work they put in the little league with us. All right, so let me give you this little story. So Noah fan, you know, you guys know them kind of guys. Right? South High's South finest, South man. So 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 yeah, we lost him, Nebraska lost him. That's a different story for another day. But Brandon Bryant, he is one I'm proud of because Brandon Bryant plays defensive line right now with the Buffalo Bills. He was on the first team I ever coached at the Boys and Girls Club, VJ. He was on my first team I ever coached, and he stuck out. He was tough, tough kid, just mentally tough. Put it like this. 
he played, he started running back and started nose guard. That's how tough he is. Don't tell me you talking yeah. about the kids you that we played one year and, and and I looked over at the sideline like, look, look, this kid was no, throwing this so kid was throwing kid, my kids in the air. He's going D one right now. He's leaving junior college right now. Is He's he? about to be you talking about Xander Gray. Yeah, That's who yeah. you talking about. He was throwing like, my kids in the air, Nick. He was. Oh my! Dude, I mean, he, listen. He I was, looked at Abdul like Abdul. Take him out the game. I ever coached. <laughs> he was the best ten-year-old coach I ever. And we didn't. VJ. He only played when we played good teams. We didn't even let him play when we played teams we knew we were going to beat by forty. If we were playing a good team, he played. Right, and he, and he we, played he, up, he right? Was, because he knew he had one motor. We're not holding him back. So if you get a ball to a little running back and he out there dancing and playing around, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get power drive. He's going to get power drive by this kid, right? Yeah. But get back to Brandon Bryant. So Brandon Bryant, VJ, was playing with Buffalo now, but he was with Cleveland a couple years ago. And so Cleveland had this thing I found out about that. They allow their players to bring in coaches that inspired them. Hmm. Man, Brandon reached out to myself and Mackie, who were his little league coaches. Not his coaches at North High, where he went. Not his coaches at Florida International University, where he went. He reached out to two of his youth coaches. You know why, VJ? Hmm. Because we still communicate with him like we do all the other ones. Hmm. Never lost contact. Always checking on him. Always got his back. And, man, when he reached out, VJ, I couldn't make it. T-Mac was able to go. He got pictures with Odell Beckham and all the stars. Brandon. But Cleveland Brown organization, VJ, this is the only time I really sat back and thought about it and damn near shed a tear. Send me a letter with a Brandon Bryant signed jersey and some other paraphernalia about how much I influenced this kid in youth football to what he think about me now. Man, VJ, man, man, VJ, that touched me. I had never thought about it. And this was about three years ago. Up until that point, I never thought about it because you just in the moment doing it. Mm. You're doing it. For, you don't for, think for about free, it. For free, by the way. But that made me for sit For free, down by the way, for the most think. part. For free. you picking up kids. You know, people don't get that. They don't see that aspect of, of uh-uh. when I saw you Ooh. the other day and you had kids in the van, I'm, you're picking <laughs> them up. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, could you imagine? People rarely see me without kids. If you see me, I'm usually going to practice, coming from practice, taking kids on field trips, taking kids to football games. I'm with kids. I'm with kids. Nate the Skate says uh, – Tell 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 Abdul that this big brother Nate, the skate, what's going on? Keep up, keep cultivating young men, my man. Nate the skate, yes sir. VJ didn't get a chance to be in that mean room with Nate, but Nate was something. Nate was there when I was a freshman. Nate came in was crazy. VJ (laughs) is this. I scored a couple touchdowns my freshman year. Nate come in as an All American to the university. Started as a freshman like myself. Nate went through his whole career without a touchdown. So they had developed some plays just so Nate can score. And we were blowing people out. So Nate is like, man, this game is over, man. I ain't. They ready to call a play. Nate threw me in a couple times. That's how I end up scoring as a freshman. Them plays was for Nate. But Nate was like, man, the game is over, man. Let the little guy eat, the young guy eat. Mm. That's how I got a lot of love as a freshman. Was through my big bro Nate's escape. Man, how how much? That's my guy. Dang, that, that you know how much respect that takes and love and, and admiration to say, you know what, man, I, I'm good. I ain't got a touchdown. They call the play. It's the it's the wash up time. You know what, little bro, get in there and get that. Yeah, that but VJ, he was one of the select few. So when I came in, Nate, you know, he's secure at the wing back position. He's a guy. With all the talent, he had it, size, everything. So when I come in, Nate ain't pressured by me. Nate helping me. Them other dudes, VJ, I couldn't get a word out of them. Ugh. But, see, that's part of the team stuff that changed 
as them other classes start coming in. My class, the class after me, then here you come in 93 in your group. Here come all these groups, BJ. People were humbled by their position to where, man, we trying to help everybody that's good get on the field so we can get to these rings. Right. We loved each other. It we, wasn't we none of that, man. That all changed, VJ. I'm telling you, in 93, I'm there. I'm seeing the new movement. I'm a part of the new movement. Man, we came in 91, 92. Man, it was so much selfishness on the team. Mm. It was unbelievable. And I had never been on a team like that. Yeah, because you would have got there in 91. I got so there in 91. You guys played, that was the Colorado year. Washington State, right? Yeah, we went. We went in '91. We tied. We tied Colorado. We tied Colorado and lost to Washington. And yeah, Washington. It was not State, but Washington went on to uh, split the championship mm-hmm. with Miami that year, and we played them both years, and we seen the difference then. You know, them them were teams, V. The way they celebrated, the way they came out in warm-ups, mm. just the whole thing. Them was teams. We seen it like, man, it's different. And that's why we knew that's where we wanted to be. And we were going to get there because we start getting the people to get it done. What 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 do you remember about practices? Oh man, strapping up, making sure everything fit right. <laughs> if it was a full pad day, the Wednesdays, you knew, man, it was, it was, you know, people hate to use the, the, the term war in football, but it was, you know, in VJ, Listen, you know how you many know fights how we used to have got, on Wednesdays. Come on. You was involved in a couple. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but, but dude, do you remember how tough scout team guys would have had to been on I'm talking about defensive scout team now because they they were fair game to get cut all the way down the field during practice. Man, cut, <laughs> uh, crack block. It was not good. VJ, that used to – that kind of had me feeling the cyber way at first when Coach Brown was like – when it was ones against ones, even on Wednesdays, when when he want me to full speed cut, I wrote ones and they ain't even looking. Ugh. Like, Coach, we need them to win. Yeah, we can't do that. Coach, yeah. oh, well, you going to get minus points. If you don't cut, you know, BJ, Make a when you decision. get that paper back, you're going to have a bonus point because you didn't cut him on that play. Give me names. Nate Descase says, what people don't understand is that when you raise boys to be men, seriously, winning is a byproduct of that 100% of the time. Yeah. That, 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 that had a lot to do with it. That had a lot to do with it. But you say names. You got, so you got – just think about this, VJ. Damn near our whole secondary and the backups played in the NFL. Yeah. VJ, the scout team. So when you came in, VJ, your scout team on both sides of the ball basically was a 95 championship team. Ugh. Guys are going through it, man. VJ, the offensive scout team from about 92. To 95, I don't know what happened. I left after 95. But the offensive scout team prided themselves on winning the day against the number one defense in the nation in 93 and 94. Every, every, every chance The every number chance we one got. defense in 93 and 94 had problems with the scout team in 93 and 94. Absolutely. They absolutely have problems with us, and then some. And I, you know, and and I take I, those scout teams probably could have beat a lot of Division One football teams. You team. mean probably that? <laughs> probably, VJ. They won the championship in '95. Yeah, and did it well. Well, you got to think, we won it in '97 because the guys that would have been freshmen on that '93 '94 team. That's right. Would have right. been seniors. On the 97 team, and I can only imagine if you took four or five of those guys that were freshmen in 93, 94, and that, 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 that made it to be seniors in 97, if you take them off the team, we're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, and and that's what happened too with up with my class. So we went in in '94, but then the ones that redshirted, you know, they helped in '95, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's how that happens. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, having a res people don't understand VJ and I put this out here. We got any youth coaches listening. My team, VJ, that's been undefeated the last two years, I've always had about five or six kids right under the age group. So two years ago, we were seventh grade. I had six sixth graders. This mm. past year, we were eighth grade. I had six seventh graders, right? So this year, I'm going to add about five, six, seventh graders to my eighth grade team so we can do the same thing all over again. And they learn from their older brothers who there teach you go. them how to play the game. Hey, it's the captain. It's the ticket. 93.7. We're talking to Abdul Muhammad. Your text later on the Sider Herman text line 464-5685. We'll be right back. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom. That's right, we're back. The captain, the ticket, 93.7. Having a conversation with Abdul Muhammad. Bryce yes, says, do you think, do you hold roughness or talent in more esteem? Woo! He said roughness or talent in more esteem. Man. That's tough. That's a tough one, VJ. Now, I got to have never both. never been asked nothing like that. I, I, I got to have. Well, VJ, listen, so no, I, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking toughness. I'm a coach. I'm taking toughness. I'm a coach. I'm taking toughness. That's what I was about to say. I'm a coach, so I can coach the other stuff. But if he comes with a toughness to him, I got to have it. I have to have it. Yeah, yeah. I have to have it. It's tough. Because I've seen tougher teams beat more athletic teams. We did it all the time. That's what I was about to say, DJ. Do man. you we... know who was on some of these? I don't think people know who were on some of these teams that we beat. Right. We, you don't have the itty-bitty receiver committee. You don't have the itty-bitty small committee. You don't have the itty-bitty committee, guys who are all under 5'9", who are smacking people in the mouth. You got, but, oh, and, and we're leading the, the entire universe and rushing. And you got these, 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 these little guys who you perceive as little. Abdul, I'm having Baron Miles on on Wednesday, right? Oh, and, I, wait. and I tell this story all the time with Baron. Like, because I was a freshman, Barron was a – I think Barron was a – I don't know if Barron was a senior or a junior. Either way, he was my big brother. And I yeah, thought – Barron was a junior. He was a junior. And I thought because I was bigger than Barron, you know, it was on punt or something like that. I think the defense probably teed off on me. I was, I was mad. I was pissed off. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to pick the smallest guy on that black shirt defense, and I'm going to tear his neck off. And I think I ran and I tried to destroy Barrett. Do you know what he unleashed on me? BJ, I know. I mean, he I unleashed. Not only did he <laughs> unleash his ten partners who totally the next play – that we punt the ball, they totally disregard the ball, and they all take a shot on me. Yeah. And then that, at the end of it, Baron comes and grabs me and slams me where, where I was like, I don't know where all of that strength came from in that little body, but I'm never going to bother him again. Can you imagine, VJ? You find out. We always considered Baron one of our itty bitty committee guys. Mm-hmm. He's five nine and under, and, and he got guys like I'm on record. JJ Stokes was supposed to come to Lincoln before and play in that game, but because of what happened in '93, I don't think he was talking. I don't think he wanted to hurt his draft position. Mm. Messing with Baron Miles and them guys. I'm on record saying that. We had guys that were all American that had to face Baron Miles 
guys that went on to play years and years in the NFL that can't say they got the best of Baron Miles at 5'9", 155, soaking wet. Soaking wet. And play as big as they come. So, when you come talk, on. Bryce, when you're talking about roughness and toughness, or talent, more esteem. I I would think roughness and toughness. If a guy came and he was a tough guy, then I could teach him. Like Abdul said, I can teach him how to be a football player. I can teach him to be a talented football player by teaching him three step cut and some of the nuances of the game. The the, the yeah. stuff that we don't see behind the scenes. I can teach him those things. I can't teach him to be tough. That's right. Now I can see if he's got a little bit of toughness in it, I can bring it more out of him. But if he is a is is a is is I don't even know what the other opposite what's Charmin, the opposite? Charmin, 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 soft, soft batch cookie. If he's a soft, <laughs> he's a soft batch cookie, he's always going to be a soft batch cookie. That's right. He might get it's, it's hard, hard if you leave him outside for 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 three or four days. He might get hard, but eventually he's going to crumble. Yes, he is. And, V.J., we've seen it all the time. V.J., we had people come to Nebraska during that time with accolades who left within one or two years because of toughness. Yeah, I, 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 we have to get back to recruiting tough and rough players who are athletes because you can take – I mean, all I've been talking about – I said this I said this yesterday – Lawrence Phillips, when he came to Nebraska, oh, wow. there was a remember it was a million running backs. Oh my God! I mean, we're talking a million of them. When he came, he retired. People lost their position. They went Listen, to defense. It was literally. people that came as all Americans. Yes, Marvin Sims, who disappeared. Marvin Sims. It was people. VJ, I'm on record with saying this too. Brian Knuckles in '93. Knuckles too in '93. Had Lawrence Phillips played that entire game, it don't come down to a kick. Florida State. Florida State. Yes. I'm sitting here with three rings now, VJ. I'm like you. You have four. I have three. If Lawrence Phillips played that entire game, VJ, Lawrence Phillips played two quarters and almost had 100 yards and a touchdown on Florida State. That's Derrick Brooks and all them boys, Hall of Famers. Mm. Mm. And, we and, knew and, that. And, and, BJ, and you knew when you freshman. seen him. I knew when I seen him. That boy need the ball. So I'd be so I'd be amiss if I didn't ask you. Well, I'd probably be facetious, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Who is the best running back to put the pads on? Come on, man. All BJ, right, I, was... I was just talking to somebody. Somebody told me Mike Rogier, and I grew up liking Mike Rogier. That's who I wanted to be when I was watching the Huskers. But Mike hurt me when he didn't come back and play in that, that game, that national championship game. Ooh. When he had a little injury and he set out for the remainder of the game. Yeah, Man, you, you couldn't have paid LP to do that. Nah. He was I'm telling you that right now. I've been in the huddle with him. I knew when it was tough and how he got when it got tough. Let's go. People don't – Husker power is the ability to go 150 miles an hour after you get tired. That's what's missing. And when the guys get tired, guess what they do? The they look tired of you. He starts telling you, man, why y'all still cut blocking y'all up 30 in the third quarter? Man, shut up. <laughs> right? I'm serious, V. Right? He used to get that out there, man. Nobody trying to hear that. They ain't threw me the ball all game. You're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. You So you basically talking about that. Yeah, you're right. The defenders – yeah, I'm over why here. I'm over here. What are you doing? Working my butt off. I ain't got to pass on to me. Somebody got to pay for it. Somebody got to pay. Somebody gonna pay. In my case, right. I might have I might have dropped one that was an easy ball. Somebody got to pay. They got to pay for it. And who better to pay for somebody on with the the opposite colors of mine? Okay, Abdul. Now, you you've been a coach for a long time now. Um. You're the coach, 1983 championship game or a game against Ooh. Florida. For, uh, 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 to, to either do you oh, go man. for the extra point or do you go for two? Keep in mind, if you kick the extra point, you win the championship. VJ, you know what's crazy? I was just talking 
to my dad-in-law about that situation. And here it is, VJ. A few years ago, a guy had a big-time bet. No, this was over decades ago on Oklahoma. 2000 and something, the year they beat Florida State 13-2. But the guy put down a big-time bet that Oklahoma would win the national championship. This was in the USA Today. It came down to that last game, and Vegas tried to offer me a payout of $1.7 million. If Oklahoma win, he due to get like $6 million. But he could take the payout before the game at $1.1 million. I said, in that case, Dad, if it's money like that, I would have took the payout. The guy didn't take the payout. Oklahoma win, so he ended up winning. But in the case you're talking about, VJ, if it's just a game, a national championship, back then, VJ, I would have did the same thing. But knowing what I know now, okay, how much universities get when they mm-hmm. win championships, what the players get, what the administration, coaches, and everybody get, I'm kicking the field goal. Thank I'm you. kicking the extra point. Scott, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Scott said, quit asking the captain. You play to win. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm the young guy in me, yeah, you're right. But the 46-year-old, soon-to-be 47-year-old grandpa, Paul Paul in me, says, I want my guys to experience winning the championship. Doggone it. I want that $150,000 bonus. Listen, that's it. The older guy in me and knowing. What happened after we won the championship? I got to have that feeling. Abdul, we got to get ready to go to break, but I'm going to give you a question to ponder on. Is What is the difference between not when we play? I, I, I'm not talking about that. What's the difference in the athlete of 10 years ago versus today? All that and more when we get back with Abdul Muhammad, the captain, the ticket, 93.7. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Turn up a little bit, Nick. Yeah, that's what it's going to take for the basketball team. Just kidding. Uh, NIL, Captain, The Ticket, 93.7. With Abdul Muhammad. Uh, Solid Hammond text line is open, 464-5685. Uh, Scott says, you know better than I do. I can appreciate that. Uh, Dave Dipple says, I go for two, but call a different play. You have the greatest running running attack in college football, and you don't think you can make it three yards. Um, Bryce says, you're knocking out those push-ups, VJ. Listen, Bryce, I'm going to go on a limb and tell you thank you because you're holding me accountable. You're doing what a real brother would do. If, if we all agreed to do something together. So when you said that, I was actually getting down, getting my push-ups in. So you ain't, thank you. I hope you're getting yours done too, Bryce. Abdul, is the game changing or the players changing in the last 10 years? The game and the players, all of it together, there's just so much, man, that especially in college that kids have to look forward to, especially with adding a name, image, and likeness, man. Come on, VJ. You think some of these kids thinking about winning now? Hmm. Winning ain't that much, ain't that important no more when I can, when I might can make six figures. Uh, Do you like the NIL? Do you think it's a, it's a positive for college football? I don't know if it's a positive for college football. It's definitely a positive for a lot of families. I know that. Uh, you know, you look at certain players getting these big deals, and uh, that's definitely a positive for that 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 player, that family, uh, and whoever else is touched by that situation. But when you look at it, look at it as a whole, V, like it, it, it's hurting what's important, right? So think about this: two years ago. A coach won a national championship. The following year, because everybody's getting his 
you know, everybody interested in, in being recruited to the NFL. They telling them what round they going in, how early they going in. They have almost twelve players sit out. <laughs> Don't even play. Coach just won a national championship two years ago. This year he got fired. Ed Orgeron. Mm. Then when they started name, image, and likeness this past year, oh, it was over for him. Hmm. Yeah. What about hey, people trans- don't know the star player, Chuck Jamar Chase. People forget that he didn't even play. He sat out a whole year of football. Dang. Yeah, this is his first year back playing football. He did not play football uh, last year because of, uh, you know, he didn't want to risk injury. They already won the championship. He, he felt like he, he was more valuable uh, to his family, himself and family. So he went on and set out to get the money in the NFL. And he was doing great things, but he helped get a coach fired. Mm. We don't. We don't see. Those are the things that we don't see or necessarily understand. How, when you start throwing around the type of money that we're throwing around, sometimes things get muddied up. The water's a little muddy because until they figure out. Here's again my stance is to whatever monies they got coming to them. Whether a big player or a small player, I think they get it when they leave the University of Nebraska. Whether that's, hey, I'm done, give me my money, or I graduated, give me my money, or I'm going to the league, give me my money. I don't think you give – I mean, you could give them 10%, 20% of it, you know, if they need to take care of mom and dad or brother and sister, brother, whatever the case may be, because I don't know about you, Abdul, but I came – we didn't have no money. So we we damn sure didn't have no nil, right? You didn't get that, so you didn't, you know, you you didn't get nowhere near the kind of money that these guys are getting, you know, cars and oh my goodness, we say, can you imagine what would have went on in Lincoln? No, I can't. I don't think I don't. If if you had the nil, I don't. They gonna have some guys (laughs) that ain't playing football no more. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Get, you, you give old VJ $100,000, you think I'm getting ready to play for what? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, VJ. So now, some of these players are making enough to where, you know what, man? I don't even have to play. I don't have to play. What's the toughest thing? I'll get ready for the NFL. What's the toughest thing about uh, little – Coaching young players. The toughest thing about coaching young players. Well, I can tell you from my my perspective, my aspect of it, BJ, being in North Omaha and and, and having to deal with the, the toughest area in the state of Nebraska. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where you grew up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was one. It, hey, it, Abdul, I was BJ, one of those kids. So thank you. I know. I know that. You don't think Coach Mackey tell me about I know all y'all stories, VJ. Yeah, That's all you. Coach Mackey talk about. Coach Mackey has been involved, been involved with the Boys and Girls Club, VJ, since he was seven. He started coming to the club at seven and never left it. Yeah, and back then it was so, just it was just the boys' club. Just the boys' because club. Because I, I, he knows I, all y'all. He knows who, what teams y'all played for growing up, who played up, who played against who. He knows the whole gamut. But, VJ, here it is. This is why you see me with kids all the time. You think these kids' parents are taking them to and from practice and taking them to games and doing this and that? Every parent don't have that availability, VJ. It's tough. It's tough. Well, not only that, sometimes the, the kids need something to eat. VJ, the kid needs something to eat. We have kids that come to the club one time. VJ, the kid was crying. I'm like, why the kid is crying? They said, I made it too late from school. I had to stay after school and get some homework done. And now I'm not going to get to eat for the rest of the day. Take them I to said, get oh, them. my goodness. Take them to get them some pizza or something. I said, so this, oh, yeah, we had to feed the kids. Find out, come to find out, that kid, that club meal was his last meal of the day. Mm. They had nothing at home. They didn't have nothing at home. And I think that's the piece that's missing that a lot of people don't understand that's with 
the little league coaches who pick these. I, I'm one of them. I, I, I hate to see a, a kid that's struggling because I was that kid. You know what I mean? I walked to practice when I was seven, eight, nine years old. We walked. I'm talking. I ain't talking a mile. I'm talking like three or four miles to get to practice. And then the coach would take us back. And if every now and then he would stop and get us some some cheeseburgers, you know. And one thing I can say, my my mom, we always ate, so it wasn't like we didn't have nothing to eat. But if if the coach wouldn't have never start picking me up for practice, if he didn't take me and give me those little things, those little nuances, I don't know that I make it to Nebraska. That's right, and that's why. This- that's why a lot of people do what they do that's involved in youth culture. Well, let me take that back. Not a lot, but that's what they should do it for because guess what? Somebody did it for you. People don't understand. Those coaches that did that stuff, they say, I guarantee you, you know them all. I know them all. My yeah. Coach Wilson, Coach Jackson, Coach Streeter, Coach Bonagle. Then was the guys picking me up when my mom was working two jobs, taking me to practices, making sure I ate. And, and, and making sure I was with friends, making sure I was safe, always talking about staying out of trouble. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.